1: Time machine? Out of a DeLorean?
0: hello everybody and welcome to an episode of the film feast podcast i am your host matt bledsoe and this week it is the first annual film feast friends giving uh and i'm here joined by my one and only friend apparently uh the, the host of inside the sequel uh it's chris ortado chris how you doing
1: hey i am good <laughs> hands over creep or uh whatever the uh, intro says uh for Robo <laughs> robocop for robocop yeah yeah i love that i love blasting especially when he goes like hands up creep and i'm like ha!" about
0: that movie oh i appreciate it um anthony king made that i've never gave anthony credit for making that theme song this whole time that he made oh that shoot i feel so bad he took
1: some time off t- took some time off sad sad member to to make some mu- music that's great
0: true uh i've done a terrible job with sad member i don't know about you i've not been watching anything sad at all really so <sighs> man sad Vember, you know star
1: war Vember, noir Vember. Mm-hmm. no not november it's like there's just too many kind of trends to be following during many this members. month yeah
0: it's uh God.
1: <laughs> i mean it's still october fucking 45th for me right now so
0: <laughs> it's been a weird month it's kind of felt like it's gone by really fast but we still have like Nine days left as of recording this. Um, yeah, I just want to tell no me what we're doing too, because I just kind of intro this thing with it makes no sense., uh, it's gonna be basically <laughs> us just uh chatting for like, I don't know how long hour, maybe so. Um, and uh just shooting the breeze about movies because I was like, let's just talk because I want to talk to you. So it's been a while. and uh, yeah, so I was just I think we're just gonna talk about random topics for like, a while so um so I have a hit list for sure you told me you had a list I'm very excited about it (laughs) so um you're more prepared than I am because I I got nothing written down so we're just gonna like just talk so um so yeah uh well how is your I don't know what do you ask what to start with here uh how's your movie watching been lately has anything blown you away or been absolutely terrible
1: (laughs) Well, we 100% have been watching Star Wars on my on my front. Obviously, for the, oh, yeah. the podcast, yeah. we've been doing Star Vember, which is kind of in continuing with No Not November too, because <laughs> there's an awful lot of hand-in-hand activity with that. Like, I'm changing the disc
0: out while, you know, however you guys celebrate
1: that. And I say guys specifically.
0: <laughs> um, but You're changing the disc out while you're not nutting is what you're about to
1: say. <laughs> You want to pull the disc out for The Last Jedi and just kind of cream a bit because you're so excited. Like, you know, it's 2021 and pre, pre-ejaculation pre isn't funny anymore. It should be, you know, welcomed and, you know, accepted now. So I, for one, enjoy being in the comfort of my home, doing that while watching The Last Jedi on a 70-inch TV now because I needed something to make me feel big that weekend. So I went and bought TV.
0: Oh, man. Oh, yeah. We're talking about this a little beforehand. You want to save her for the podcast about your, your TV buying experience. <laughs> it's because it's yeah oh go ahead i was i'm excited for you because the new tv is exciting so
1: oh yeah i I was more excited and more nervous to buy a tv than breaking up with an ex um like that was more (laughs) like intense for me um but (laughs) i'm also drinking coffee and drinking saint bernard's irish whiskey in it so
0: it's a good way to start a morning uh i've only got coffee (laughs) i should have loaded mine up i don't know what i'm doing over here but yeah like
1: it was like you know I needed a new TV and uh, buying TVs is stressful as hell. Like it was like, I did research. I, I even vetted one specific TV and I actually, I ended up buying a completely different TV when I got there.
0: <laughs> it's but it fits. Yeah. But
1: the, yeah, it's a, it is a commitment, <laughs> right? I'm married to that thing. Um, but it's funny. I wanted to talk about it and it's fitting because we're doing it now. The TV I moved from was a 50 inch Sanyo TV that I bought in like 2016 or 2017 (laughs) and it wasn't even a 4k it was an LED HDTV um it was like right on the cost of like when 4ks were just about to become more affordable it's like when they were like a normal 4k was without HDR was like over twelve hundred dollars Uh, Back in those days. Mm -hmm. And it was during college with Daniel, which has been well documented, we're college roommates. (laughs) Um, And uh, it was around this time where we were going to watch Blood Rage. And I can't, I think it was for the (laughs) first time.
0: And I was so excited
1: for this fucking movie. And we had been watching on like a 43 inch TV since like we started college together and then moved to the fraternity house. And I was just like so visibly like uncomfortable like sitting and watching it on this 43 inch tv i was just like fuck it i'm gonna buy some new tv so we go to walmart at like 11 p.m and just buy this 50 inch tv and i hung on to it for you know about two weeks ago and now it's in my bedroom
0: wait so basically did you buy a new tv to watch blood rage on
1: yeah around <laughs> thanksgiving I was so visibly <laughs> pissed off that we were going to watch this movie that Daniel had been hyping up for oh. me on a 43 inch. Oh, <laughs> needs is... to be
0: seen on the biggest screen possible.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, the, 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 I, I was like, I needed to spend as much. I was like, I spent like four or 500 bucks on this TV. Like, it was way overpriced. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, oh uh, my it, God. Yeah. And you know, you know, the restuff value on TVs is like, it's it's worse than vintage porn. Like you're kind of married to that stuff, you know? Like it's never leaving your shelf. No one's gonna ever hit you up for offers. It's just like you kind of have to hang on to it, store it it's away. It's just yours now.
0: Yeah, that's <laughs> you can't can, probably for lots of reasons. No one wants the old vintage porn. Right, uh,
1: right. And here I am, like looking all sad, looking at people buy their Black Friday TVs for the last of the years. So, <laughs> you know, it's like I think I'm willing now to get into even more, you know, debt. So I was like. Yeah. Plus Daniel was coming down for the weekend, and like I said, I needed something to make me feel big. So
0: I just got a TV. You might be the only person in history who bought a new TV to watch Blood Rage. (laughs) You're like, this 43 inch ain't cutting it. I gotta get, I gotta get bigger and better TV for this movie. All I will say uh in my
1: travels, size does matter, folks. Like it really does. Because I vetted a 65 inch. Heisen or Heisen. I think it's Heisen. Heisen, 65 inch UAG TV. I spent three days. I spent Veterans Day (laughs) betting TVs like, you know, red, white, blue, these colors don't run, but I'm just like, I'm watching videos on TVs on on Veterans Day. I'm sorry. But uh, I was like, I'm going to get this thing. It's like not too expensive, but expensive enough. And then- I went to Best Buy and it's like my, my balls and my voice dropped. Like I was just like, I know what I want, I know what I need. Like I was just like, oh, like I thought I did, and I didn't know shit. So, ended up getting that 65 inch Samsung TV. Uh, I sat on the floor and like watch a 65 next to a 75 inch. It was a whole thing. I got like demasculated.
0: A adventure. I wish you recorded this for like a your YouTube channel or something. Like you trying to buy this TV.
1: Oh, <laughs> that youtube channel it's like <laughs> uh, well that honestly i would but then i kind of got john flickinger vibes if i would have done that you know
0: oh okay yeah
1: you know I what's see. funny one of the first videos we watched on that tv daniel and i besides the nathan jones youtube channel um in that movie room he has um <laughs> we uh we watched an old john flickinger video and um mm. uh, we should cancel John Flickinger. Like, we should just cancel him now as a society. We need to move on. Did you I'm not do something
0: this... or just because?
1: Well, <laughs> I slid, in, slid into his DMs twice via mm-hmm. email and on Twitter DMs, and he hasn't even responded to any of those mm. in months. And they were very eloquently written. <laughs> and um, he couldn't even say, like, now, I'm sorry, dude. But yeah, wow. so let's just cancel him. Plus, he was doing that episode where he was buying a new TV as well.
0: Mm-hmm. And he
1: went to Best Buy. And it was with Stuckman. And he made this one joke, like about having a man crush. And with everything that, you know, Stuckman came out with, it just does not age well. And it feels very uncomfortable. <laughs> so, oh,
0: okay. I think, I missed I think all I'm canceling
1: yeah. John Flickinger right now on your podcast. Okay.
0: I, listen, let's do it. That's what Friendsgiving's is all about. I think I don't
1: <laughs> And it's funny because it's like, how many times have I had the opportunity to be canceled? I think I found one person who's actually blocked me, but that's it, you know, Oh, a okay. year and a half.
0: You have, you have tried to call yourself out being canceled, like I feel like every episode of your show. <laughs> you're like, yeah. you call for it. You call for your own cancellation more than anybody I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> like we don't yeah. want to cancel you. But it's like,
1: it's something that needs to happen, but someone needs to put on the, the adult pants and do it. But <laughs> So that I can stop, you know, I have a legitimate excuse to stop podcasting.
0: But I feel I like know. you're begging us to, to stop you. Right? <laughs> it's like you want people to cancel you. I'm like, do you need help? Like, just blink twice if you're in trouble. I don't know. <laughs>
1: <It's> like, <laughs> I have the feds tapped in on my podcast all the time now. It's like, please just like I, it looks too suspicious. if I just shut shut it down. I might do the way I did with my YouTube channel. I just slowly just don't post anything anymore <laughs> and just let it phase out.
0: Oh, that'd be sad because I would I would uh, I would miss your podcast so. I got to talk Blade Two on there. That was a nice, uh, a nice time.
1: That's still, you know, because of you, I still haven't watched Blade Trinity. Trinity, like I was going to. So
0: it's good. Yeah, I recommend you. not watching Blade Trinity ever if you can.
1: <laughs> Speaking of Blade, did you see that? Um, Le- uh, Leroy Lindo is going to be in the new Blade movie.
0: Oh yeah, Delroy Lindo. Sorry, yeah, Delroy I, Lindo. Sorry. I, yeah, it's okay. Uh, yeah, I I I did see that, and they're speculating he's going to be. I get well. The comic, okay, Whistler in the Blade movies apparently was a movie creation. In the comics, there's a different guy whose blades like mentor. So they uh-huh. think they're gonna bring back his like comic book mentor. That'll be Delroy Lindo, is what I heard. Or it could be the villain. <sighs> I heard both things. So I'm Talk excited about, about it. A perfect yeah. casting for that movie. I know the casting's been great. I mean, it's only cast like two things, but I'm mm-hmm. I'm all in so far. Like them so. two, like Mahershala and him,
1: perfect chemistry. I can see already that
0: happening. I can see that too. Yeah, I'm excited. I was pretty hyped about that. So. I hope it doesn't let me down because I'm really excited for that movie. <laughs> I've been yeah, looking forward to it. I hope it I hope it doesn't let me down like Venom 2 did. So <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I, you know what's funny? I didn't really like the first Venom. And then for some reason I saw Venom 2 and I kind of liked Venom 2.
1: <laughs> you know, I'm the same way. I, I think I so I watched Venom on Voodoo, and I don't normally watch movies on Voodoo. I mean, yeah, and, um, me <laughs> but that trailer for that movie, like you know how they say don't be biased don't judge a movie by a trailer it's very hard not to judge the first venom by that trailer and when i first got announced that trailer alone left a bad taste in my mouth and it's taken me till now to finally watch that movie and even that it didn't do anything for me it's like if anything it it heightened that
0: (laughs) oh well I i can see that i can see that um i think i think tom hardy is kind of like me where he just doesn't want to
1: act anymore but they keep casting him so he does bad performances like in this to be like look how bad i am like stop casting me in these things please it's
0: a cry for help. or he's like
1: he's like oh hey i'm so sorry i i don't know what to do like oh look at my new sony tv no we're not gonna eat anybody that up
0: i did laugh really hard at the like Hardcore Sony product placement in <laughs> right? the Sony movie, like back in the TV in the background in the box, like Sony. Like, I mean, I get it. I mean, I know they do that, but it's like for some reason it seems more obvious. Maybe because you see the Sony logo before the movie starts, and oh it's my just God. like Sony TV. Like, like and I'm like, they... did they break the TV just to put a Sony TV in the movie? Was that?
1: <laughs> and then the PI comes in. He's like, "Hey, nice TV." Oh yeah. <laughs> it's like okay. <laughs> like yeah, I still do that. I go to got friends and I'm like, "Hey, nice TV," you
0: know. <laughs> surprising and saying is why a sony
1: yeah <laughs> as soon as i watched venom Two, i was like fuck i need to get a new tv i know i need to get a new one yeah.
0: <laughs> but you didn't get a sony so it didn't work out it didn't work out for them they didn't quite well,
1: unlike venom I, i'm not made out of money right like venom made so much <laughs> fucking money i i i don't know what makes money anymore <laughs> like for movies it could be anything
0: i mean it could be i don't know i feel like uh original clifford's gonna be mm-hmm.
1: clifford's gonna be the next jumanji i feel like that thing's <laughs> gonna be in theaters till fucking march like during the oscars it did,
0: it did surprisingly well and mm-hmm. people were really bagging on it but those kid movies i feel like that's the only thing you can bank on most of the time is like <laughs> a kid movie and then i was gonna say october was a really bad month for original movies like <sighs> last science so soho bombed. last duel bombed. Mm-hmm. uh i think it was another one I'm forgetting about like if you're not a franchise it did not look good in like yeah. And everyone's like, we need more original movies. And then they come out and then they bomb. <laughs> so it's like, oops. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. And then you got No Time to Die, which I call, I have no time to watch. And then Halloween <laughs> Kills, which Halloween killed my soul. So it's like, <laughs> October is a month. That's why, you know, maybe I should participate in Sad November because I have a lot of hatred and sadness in my heart right now because of the releases that came out in October.
0: Oh, man. I'm sorry <laughs> they let you down. I, it's, <laughs> it's like, um Did you have? You told me before we started. You had topics you wanted to bring up. Did you want to jump into those?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm curious. Well, the first one I need to talk about is uh, so (laughs) I don't know how how do I bring this up, but just collecting in general, because it's no, I think it's because it's almost it's about to be Black Friday. Mm The vinegar syndrome, black Friday sale. We're still in the midst of a Barnes and Noble criterion sale, which is off the heels of a flash sale as well. So fucking criterion. Are you like filing for bakery or something like chill the fuck out? With they got to pay sale. for those
0: new 4k releases that they're finally putting out. Oh,
1: good God. I have a 4k TV now. And even now I'm not even like, Oh, I need to get the new 4k criterion. Um, but I will, I will bend over backwards for an arrow 4k always, no matter what. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, at least they changed the cover um, alter- alternates when they when you buy the 4K from the Blu-ray. Look at Pitch Black. The Blu-ray is just him in black, and then. The 4K has him in the sun, which is awesome. So they do little things like that that are cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have like an extra booklet or something, depending on which box you get. I'm such a nerd for this culture.
0: <laughs> I mean, I did a whole episode on collecting with Keith. So we we really nerded out on that one. Like we got into the weeds on that one. <laughs> so it's hard to out-nerd us on that one. Uh, oh, also, I wanted to ask, but you joked about this many, many times. Are you finally going to pull the trigger on buying Sex World during Vinegar Syndrome's Black Friday? <laughs>
1: <See>? <laughs> so... <laughs> what is this like a presidential election where people are like you haven't answered this question (laughs) i was
0: gonna grill you for an hour with questions
1: so um buying this tv has put my finances back a bit so hopefully donations come my way for it but i am more than willing and ready to put my credit card on the line for that 4k 100 (laughs) and i will be watching it alone for research purposes multiple times I may, we might have to postpone a few episodes just to make sure I get all the nitty gritty of that, ep- that movie down.
0: And Chris hasn't posted a month. He's been watching sex world over. over. <laughs> He's locked in his room, watching sex world for the fifth. time. <laughs> it's
1: how I felt when Donda came out. I just kept listening to it. I was like, I, I need a month off. Like, like... <laughs> <laughs> I've
0: got to process this. Oh, oh man! I was, you but brought a yeah. vintage porn, or two, which remind me. I was like, Chris jokes about Sex World a, a lot. I don't know if he owns Sex World or wants to buy Sex World. <laughs> I've like, I've never
1: ventured past the trailer for Sex World, but, but the fact that's in 4K, it's almost too tempting. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I have no interest in their their stuff like that. I feel bad because I know they put a lot of work to it, but it's not my thing. <laughs> the vintage porn, but uh, I mean, yeah, I
1: think that's as far as it's gonna go for me, but. Yeah. uh just curious. I mean, yeah, but it is. I mean, tis the season, right? Like you gotta buy yourself something. Um, <laughs>
0: <laughs> but and it, that's ask the, the thing, family. Yeah. So <laughs> ask the family. yeah.
1: Ask the family, yeah. <laughs> what do you ki- kids? What do you want to watch? Do you want to watch uh, Christmas with the Cranks or do you want to watch Sex World?
0: <laughs> it's in 4K. <laughs> <laughs> Crystal Cranks
1: is on a streaming or on DVD because I don't think it has a Blu-ray. I don't think um, it does either. Actually, the fact that I know that, like off the cuff, I hate, I hate myself. <laughs> um, but you, met- you mentioned Keith Rich, and I saw yeah. that he got he sent Daniel a T-shirt with a bunch of directors on there, and uh, I messaged Daniel and I was like, "Hey, are those the directors you specifically wanted on the T-shirt? Because if so, I'm going to roast you." But he's like, "Oh no, no, no! Like it's off the print. It's it's just like that." And I'm like, "Oh, that's cool." can't help but notice Noah Bomback is not on that list though. So,
0: well, has that he made a horror is... movie though? Uh,
1: I mean, Divorce <laughs> sounds kind of scary though, doesn't it?
0: Well, that's t- <laughs> it's true. Um I was going to Kicking
1: and Screaming kicking and screaming is pretty scary. Scary how bad it is, but
0: <laughs> I think the only Noah Bombak movie I have seen is um Marriage Story
1: oh yeah you and the rest of the world huh (laughs) just can't
0: cut that one off no
1: i'm becoming um, snooty about it
0: i I was gonna ask you about this though This is a good segue because i i know i was i told you i was stalking your letterbox um and i know you mentioned this before and a movie i've wanted to see for a long time that's his movie francis ha that's a movie you love
1: oh i watched actually the other night too
0: (laughs) (laughs) on recording Do you have you talked to us on a podcast about why you love Francis Hawk because I'm kind of curious I want you to like try to sell me on it.
1: (laughs) Oh, I think I don't think I've actually got a chance to talk about it but I talked about it before in episodes like not for a whole episode but no one's really kind of offered it to me before and. I can't think of a double for it because, like, how do you double perfection with a, another movie, you know? So, <laughs> Lindsay is out the window there. Uh, I guess Citizen Kane. So, I finally get to see that next to Francis Haw might be interesting. But <laughs> there you go. I don't want to embarrass that new criterion 4K that people are slaving over. Um, I don't know what makes me more visibly mad, not to segue back, but. I don't know if it's the Citizen Kane 4K or the Uncut Gems 4K. That makes me more mad. But all I know is I feel very
0: heated whenever I think about the criterion. Sorry, I know we're talking all over the place. But this reminded me too. I thought you were joking forever about not liking Uncut Gems. Like, I thought you loved it and were joking about it. I saw your letterbox ring. I was like, oh, no, he really doesn't like Uncut Gems. I was like, two stars? Two stars, Chris? (laughs) What happened? Was it too too stressful? Was it
1: too much? (laughs) I was like, what? Dude, I don't know what it is with that fucking movie in me, <laughs> but we just do not gel well. Mm-hmm. Like I watched it at a small independent movie downtown, Theater Downtown when it came out and uh I was all about it I was like safety bros, okay, good times, good. Okay, let's uh let's watch it and I just was like, it was way too long. Nothing was happening. I didn't feel the stress like everyone else did. I just thought, oh, this guy's just an idiot. All right. (laughs) And he's also like, he makes Boston Celtics fans look bad. But again, I'm not a Celtics guy, so it didn't bother me as much. But um, I don't know. It's just like, it's just one of those movies. It's just maybe, maybe I'm the issue. I don't know. But also with the (laughs) ending, that was cool. But I'm also like, I had to wait this long for this. Okay. (laughs) Um, also had the weekend and I'm a Drake guy, so that was kind of like uh, and then it's just awkward, the parts yeah. <laughs> was, yeah. The best part of the movie definitely was like, oh, y'all gay, hey, what are you doing? It's game night, you're supposed to be warming up, eh? And then it's just like <laughs> I need to see the rock. And I'm like, okay, like of course that's what basketball players want to do. Um, but I don't know. It's so weird for me. Uh Green Knight was also a Uncut Gems, but unlike Uncut Gems, Green Knight is a pretty movie to look at, but that's about it. Um, but yeah, it, nothing like Francis Ha, which is a, a movie that calls back to one of my favorite times in movies, which is the 1960s French new wave. It's such a callback to that with the black and white, the panos, the one takes trailing shots, um, the quick cuts, um, unconventional character, uh, female as well coming of age. It's just kind of a recipe of everything I like in movies and uh, it has Adam driver in it too, which is never a bad thing. Um, and I love the ending too, where she folds her name in the end and it's Francis Ha, huh? because it's she's still not done growing up. So that's great. Oh wow. Um, yeah. unlike <laughs> these other movies, but uh <laughs> <laughs> oh my... I swear the only thing I got out of Green Knight is just hold your load and just finish <laughs> your mission. But like I don't know in situations where I'm gonna ever be in those kind of situations, so it's like I'm like, okay, like <laughs> obviously
0: bet you won't be in the situation <laughs> yeah
1: like obviously you know dave patel is a one pump but you know that's fine whatever <laughs> I, I don't know green knight uh, and also he like the green knight isn't even that green like he's i was expecting like him to be like super green but he looks i i don't know i can't really actually see him <laughs> like he's hard to look at uh because the movie's like- so poorly lit as well oh, like i know it was in a the theater was dark but I, I still was like sitting up
0: and like looking at the screen, like,
1: is it really dark? Like I can't see shit.
0: <laughs> I love that Chris Green Knight's nice, that he's not green enough. <laughs> like or it was too darkly lit to see how green he is. I, my theater I was, I was telling someone the other day I was like Green Knight looked really good and sounded really good. Um and uh actually it might have a mark on this podcast. I can't remember now. But it was uh <laughs> it was
1: probably Mark.
0: <laughs> probably. I was like oh he didn't want to see it. He was like I don't like fantasy stuff uh, and I was like I don't either, but I really like Green Knight and I thought it looked really good and sounded really good in theater. Um i can get how it would you know it would people wouldn't like it it's kind of uh it takes its time it's weird you know it's like so i get it yeah, i get it
1: like maybe maybe i'm i don't i'm not smart enough for these kind of a24 <laughs> films anymore like i thought i was because when i talk about how i love yorgos films i'm like the one that's weird for liking them but you know he was an oscar nominated director who put out A24 films? But I we I don't, but I didn't also like The Favorite either, which is the only one that was nominated for an Oscar. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. Maybe just it's a me thing.
0: <laughs> is it is it an axe to grind with A24? Is it? <laughs> it,
1: it might be because A24 is like the, the stepchild of Criterion. You know, it's like they're not directly related, but A24 is like the stepson that's really looking for his stepfather's approval and might not get it <laughs> all the time. So. You know, it's kind of like one of those things for me. I don't know. Also, way too much male ejaculation, even for me, in those a films. There's way too much semen talk in this episode already. You're going to have a hell of a time editing this. Although Mark One is probably editing. enjoying this right now.
0: <laughs> I So, so much, I, I lost where to respond and all that like <laughs> uh i probably won't edit like anything honestly i don't i don't edit much anyway this is supposed to be like an off the cuff episode it's got to be out before thanksgiving there's some time this is all going to make the episode it's all going to make the cut so.
1: nice. <laughs> the one thing about A24 that's better than Criterion is that those movies are expensive off the get-go and they're like why would i spend more than five bucks five to ten bucks on an a24 film that I, it's like not rewatchable and um it was just great in theater or i didn't like it but I'm gonna spend more than five bucks on it, you know. But the nice thing is they get discounted very quickly. Like you can buy Green Night for ten bucks. The Witch has been five bucks since it got out of theaters. I'm pretty sure. It's true. For good I reason. Think.
0: Um, yeah. you know. I so. like the Witch. It's funny because I'm like, I like that movie. I like that movie. But uh, uh yeah. <laughs> Just, like, is there an yeah. A24 movie you like?
1: Oh yeah, I love I love Ladybird. I love oh Lady great. Yeah, The Lobster uh and obviously the killing of a sacred deer uh the farewell absolutely love um i don't know like maybe a collage of every 824 movie okay. that forms a picture of adam <laughs> driver from uncut gems that's probably somewhere um, but uh there's a few I, I still like as well but um it's weird that people are like, oh, 824 movies are such my comfort movies. They're such a vibe for me. Like, this is my aesthetic. And I'm like, so you're very good to look at with no substance sometimes, and you're overdrawn at times? Okay, now I know a little bit about you. <laughs> like, I
0: don't- oh, man. Chris bringing I mean, the heat on this one. Uh, it's yeah, like- <laughs> it's kind
1: of like Criterion fans where it's like, okay, so you don't know anything about film. Great.
0: <laughs> I do think, I, th- <laughs> Jesus. I think it's weird that people are so loyal to a studio or brand because a 24 movies are, they kind of, it's like, you can kind of tell an a 24 movie is an a 24 movie when you see it, but they're all different. It's like, they're all making the same kind of movie, the same genre, but people are just like in the bag for like any a 24 movie. I'm like, you just like all the movies across the board. Like that's, you know, or people just buy all the criterions. I'm like, do you like every movie on Criterion? <laughs> like I'm just not Yes. Yeah. It's go on it, Letterboxd and look at the lists that say
1: my favorite Criterion movies, and it's every fucking movie on the Criterion list, every spine <laughs>
0: number. It drives me nuts. This is like a side tangent, but it's like <laughs> when when a when a movie's coming out and in the trailer, because usually they'll put like from the director of this movie, which is that makes sense. It's like, okay, if you like mm-hmm. this movie this guy's directing this movie or whatever. And then, okay. From the writer. Okay. A little from the producer. Okay. Then they say from the studio that brought, I don't give a shit. Like, like the studio that brought you the matrix is bringing you this movie. I'm like, it's the same studio that has nothing to do with. Like, this is it's such a weird, I hate when they do that. When they try to fool people, it's like from the studio that brought you blah, blah, blah. It's like, okay, but yeah, the studio made this 20 years ago. Who gives a shit.
1: Like- Seriously, it's the equivalent of comedy movies They're Like from the guys who wrote this. And I'm like, yeah. okay, that they weren't even that good. I hope they yeah. have more writers this time. <laughs>
0: it's a huge such pep a thing. Of mine.
1: It's because movies, I think for a time, and maybe even now, they know one were either... Previously, I think they thought we were just too dumb to remember people in Hollywood who put things out. So they say, they remind us, like, from the people who did this, do you remember this, Simpleton? <laughs> and then now it's like... <laughs> from the studio or from the, produ- the production team that put out. And then now it's not, you're stupid. It's more like, hey, blind following loyalist. Do you remember how you love this studio and label? We're giving you more of that. You right. know, and it's That's like, the- I, I, I I don't feel loyal to to you for that, you know?
0: Um, yeah, they, no, no, you're right. They, and they do it. I think it's to get like the casual fan. Like I'll, you know, be in the theater and they'll put, always put who it's from in like small letters. and put the movie tiles in big letters from the studio that brought you like, oh, I think they did like Morbius from the studio that brought you like like Venom and like Venom. Spider-Man. And I'm like, that does not bear any quality on Morbius. They all came from Sony. It's like, you own the rights to characters. And it's like, I guess they just think people, they put Venom and Spider-Man in big letters. People be like, I know those things, I guess. I don't know. So, oh, it just drives me nuts. But um,
1: uh, yeah, it definitely drives me nuts now too, because it's like, that's, I, I can't understand it when like, criterion or like screen factory and arrow arrow is the most notorious for it. that's how i learned early on when i got burned by arrow video yeah you, you can't just buy everything from their from their move from their catalog like you have to do your research before you buy movies you're going to buy because like i would buy movies that say like oh you know they'll put in the in the back ladder they'll be like this is from this person and then in quotations in parentheses they'll put down the other works that they were a part of uh-huh. you know or it's like if you by the fear which i haven't seen from vinegar syndrome but it has a it says small little you know it says like a, an appearance from wes craven you know which is like more than enough to get me to a movie but then i read more about the movie it's like he's there for like a clip you know <laughs> so it's like they hook you in ways i mean that's why i bought like oh man, like I bought so many movies from Arrow that ended up selling because it said this guy who worked on this thing. I'm like, oh, I like that work. Let me see what they did on this. And it's like, oh, okay. Now I see why they didn't get more work. You know? <laughs> yeah, it's totally mm. that way now. And it's like, also, I don't know when movies are like from an independent studio because it feels like everything has an MCU or Marvel or Disney logo next to it now. So it's mm. like, <laughs> oh man. I don't know. I'm glad because um, I was listening to your recent podcast episode with Mark Warner, which is I haven't finished it, but I've enjoyed it so far. Um, uh, I'm glad you guys talked a little bit about Eternals because, um, you know, it's nice that Disney has acknowledged that sex
0: exists for adults. <laughs> it's time. They acknowledge. External, yeah.
1: internals finally, um, you know, it released that to the audience. Also, my audience when I watched that movie was one of the worst audience I've seen in a while. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. It's like a bunch of old conservative ladies next to me going like no 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 when there was a real the reveal for um fastos uh fastos sorry and his uh, homosexual relationship and then got grown men groaning with the sex scene which isn't even that much of a sex scenes and i'm like how do you have like six kids dude like you give me virgin energy right now it's like <laughs> i like they're they're not even showing anything they're just making out on the sand
0: like i I forgot yeah i forgot we brought you up because you were like the one person i saw who really liked eternals which made me happy because i felt like everybody else has been like "eh, it's okay or they don't like it so i I don't know i'm just like i I haven't seen it yet so i feel like i've had to drive but i was like well chris really liked it so now i have to go see it it's such a beautiful
1: movie
0: i mean i really like her i uh, love the characters yeah
1: i haven't seen no man Land. i've kind of given up on the oscars now (laughs)
0: <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I, I always say I'm going to give up on the Oscars, but then I watch every year and still, you know, because then they do stuff like, uh, you know, Recognize Parasite and I'm like, oh, okay, cool, they kind of mm-hmm. get it sometimes but then, <laughs> but then they just, they do stuff like Award Green Book over black Klansman it's like they haven't learned yeah. anything you know it's like
1: <laughs> yeah yeah I always say that but then it's like I like the drama I just it's just my excuse me, yeah. I didn't watch the Oscars this year because <laughs> exactly just, I didn't see any Oscar movies except The Five Bloods and uh, Judas and the Black Messiah
0: two of the better yeah. movies I, would yeah, like. I think the
1: only ones I actually watched were nominated and a lot of them were streamable and I still was like and eh. Whatever. Man. If it ain't on HBO Max, I ain't watching it. So. Yeah. <laughs> i to go on Hulu to watch Nomadland. I'm like, fucking Hulu is for like when I want to watch Dave, you know, like an FX TV show. I'm like, I'm not going to go watch movies.
0: Yeah. Next thing I made me go to Voodoo to watch something, which is a <laughs> streaming service I forget I have all the time. I'm like, the only oh, right, time I have Voodoo. <laughs>
1: just wait. Awesome. Os- when an Oscar nominated movie is going to be nominated and then you have to go on Tubi to watch it. <laughs>
0: that will be a great day. Be, yeah, the, I, I like Tubi. Tubi's like everyone. People said it's not my original thought, but like it's like the video store of streaming service because it's like these random movies. You're like, what is this? And it's just you know. Oh yeah, <laughs> Tubi's all that come up,
1: and it's like <laughs> it's like Tubi is like Letterboxd for me. It's like it's great by itself. It's free. You know, you get to use it, and that's great. But then it's like I start to get my grind my gear a little bit when it's like. Oh, you can pay for who 2B Plus, you know, or 2B Pro. And it's like, oh, there's also a Letterbox Pro. Everyone's talking about their <laughs> their uh, their status on there. So not only is Letterbox a, a hookup website, but now it's a flexing clout website as well now, where you post the movies you've watched and you get to get stats and you post your stats on there.
0: <laughs> I, do like, I do like the stats. I'm guilty
1: of all these things. I'm saying this because it's just like, I'm going to do it eventually. So I'm not being too hard on it.
0: Oh no, yeah. And I feel like such a snob too, because like I've had pro on Letterboxd since like the beginning. And then like occasionally though, I'll go to Letterboxd like a different way, like a, like a link or I'll be logged out. I'll be in like the normal version of Letterboxd. I'm like, oh, uh, oh, I feel like such a. Like a like a bum. Like I'm like, ooh, these ads. Like get out of here. I'm like, what is this gross version of Letterbox with ads and all this stuff? And I'm like, I can't do this. Like give me that pro version. <laughs> Actually, I went. I really fucking went big last year. Now I'm a patron on Letterbox. Like oh oh,
1: there's tears now. There's, there's tiers.
0: tears. I won't probably do that again next year. Honestly, patron wasn't really worth it.
1: Bro, just do what I do. I uh I just log my stuff and I keep it in a notebook and then I do the math myself to get my stats. <laughs>
0: Oh, I never kept stats but I did that when I was younger I would like log everything I watched and give it like a star rating like uh, I found that notebook when I was moving like a couple years ago and it was some embarrassing stuff in there I was like I gotta burn this thing this will lose all my credit bill <laughs> I can't I can't give uh, any examples I was like four and a half stars to win a date with Tad Hamilton what the fuck was I doing <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's the bad. Like you know, you're maturing when you go through some of your letterbox ratings of movies, and uh, you it says that you already logged it, and I'm like, I don't. Oh, I logged. Let me see. And you rated it, because like, (laughs) I would like rate movies based on like their their consensus you know, like Nightmare on Elm Street 2, I absolutely love. And it's a five-star movie for me. But at the time when I was getting into Letterboxd, I read it like two and a half stars. like, It's really a two and a half star movie, but I'll just in the comments of it, like review, like justify it. And then it's like, oh, that's so snobby. And I hate that. And it's more work. So that's like, (laughs) I changed it, you know? So that's one thing I noticed, like when there's new people on Letterboxd and they give something like, they like heart it but give it like one and a half stars i'm like nah put that shit up to a four and a half star coward right
0: (laughs) yeah i think i've pretty much gotten over that now it's like i'll just give it whatever i used to think like oh this isn't very good but i like it so i'll give it like two two and a half stars now i'm just like just like screw it just uh just follow your heart just give it whatever (laughs) (laughs) life's too short five star election here all day long
1: yeah (laughs) what's more stressful though is it rating a movie right after you watch it on letterboxd Or thinking of uh, a schlock, you know, double double feature to give to her or to post for her, so she can invite you to her podcast.
0: Oh, I stress over those doubles. I I always stress over the trailers when I do her show, like really bad. I'm like, (laughs) I always joke, I'm really bad the trailers. I'm like, I stress about them forever, and I always go really basic. I'm just like, oh, Eli Roth, here's an Eli Roth movie because I'm not creative. (laughs) Like, (laughs) oh, it's it's a doubles for sure. I can give the rating. I'm like, whatever. Like, I figure it out. I'm like. There you go.
1: <laughs> like, yeah, like... I was so mad when when you were doing your Eli Roth double, and you didn't for your trailer. You just didn't put a Red Bull uh, commercial on there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, like a have, yeah,
1: <laughs> like a like a Mar- Marlboro um, cigarette commercial with a Red Bull commercial after. <laughs>
0: You know, I like I feel like Eli Roth would be the kind of guy that really is into vaping. So I feel like he might be like, no cigarettes, bro. I'll vape. Yeah. Vaping. Yeah. he He's the skinny jeans
1: version of uh, Zack Snyder for me. Where Zack Snyder wears like the, the long parachute pants with the tight black t-shirt. Eli Roth wears the tight black t-shirt with tight pants
0: and vapes. That weirdly makes sense to me. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah 100%. I, I visualize
1: these guys all the time. <laughs> Oh man. Uh, yeah, those schlock and all doubles, they they really get to me because they're also creative and then I'm like, "Oh man, I'm such a dumbass. I can't even think of one thing to pair with this movie." You know? Like just in general, just the flex. I just can't. Cuz that's when I when I started talking to Daniel, uh oh, I talked to him all the time, but some of our conversations <laughs> when they're not we're not talking about letterbox ratings, we talk about um programming cuz we did our 24-hour marathon in October oh, yeah, and yeah. Um, I've realized now, one of the hardest things you can do is double features and programming like marathons like that shit is the hardest thing like sure (laughs) we've done on the podcast and stuff like that but daniel is like anchoring it all for me you know Mm. (laughs) like going in going in raw and unprotected it's like scary you know it's like i don't know what the fuck i'm doing with this thing it's like i hope (laughs) it's it it works and i I don't come up too short but uh (laughs) it's such a stressful experience to do that and uh that's why I, i i've given so much more like credit to like uh, like when f this movie does their after movies fest on Twitter or like the schlock and all doubles, you know, it's like, that's some good shit.
0: Yeah. Programming is tough. And I feel like the problem too, when I would make up these uh, like marathons, like for, for Daniel's thing in October, like I tinker with it a whole bunch. Like I never feel like I'm settled until, and like last, I have to stop at some point cause I'm like about to record. I'm like, cause you, you, keep, you keep messing with it. Like you think you got it. Mm-hmm. You're like perfect. You're like, no, no, that can do this here. And you move stuff around. Um that's the real danger i feel like to, it's like it's hard enough to get it down and then you want to keep messing with it it's just like oh no like uh yeah it's a science i don't know how Lindsay like rattles off like makes up these doubles all the time and they're really good i'm like damn these Seriously. just like come off the head like she's just like bam great double like it's just mm-hmm. very mm-hmm. impressive <laughs> and i give her nonsense yeah. like smart house and 2001: doesn't want face honesty.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm trying really hard right now to think of a double to go with a Scott Atkins sequel movie. So one, I can be a part of it, but then have um, Michael Scott on there and then also pair it with a double so that Lindsay can do it. And it's just like a triumvirate of podcasters talking <laughs> about movies, oh, <laughs> but man. I can't think of it. It's like, I guess the Boyka two or three undisputed, whatever those, I guess that one would pair off the cuff with like um, shit uh on back four or something i don't i don't know like i don't know my martial arts movies i don't know why i'm trying to do. oh
0: you'd have to look it up um remember with anthony king
1: so he's been spearheading that and you read that you know we were talking about in the discord chat um we have where we make fun of everyone and just gloat for our, uh, to each other about our, our opinions <laughs> cut, that,
0: cut that part off um but like in the discord chat i'll just say that's um, not what we do i won't even cut it out be like that's not what happens <laughs>
1: <laughs> we were talking about that and anthony king made out that 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 list for sad member and it's like dude like that's so good and um he's been watching some quality stuff i don't get to talk about anthony king often but uh he's gonna he, he's i've been stocking his letterbox more than anything and uh, i'm like ooh, there's some good movies on there i like huh <laughs> That's basically my plea to to have
0: me on there one of these days uh, you, i'm sure you'd come on inside the sequel
1: I don't think much people really want to come on <laughs> side inside the sequel but I will ask them eventually. Oh. <laughs> so right now I'm in I'm working out a deal right now where um I'm gonna have the guys who made Jackass um two and three so Johnny Knoxville and them to have to have them hop
0: on before the new final Jackass movie comes out. <laughs> <I'm> gonna get <laughs> the guys from Jackass on <laughs> that would be a hell of a hell of a get I mean so the
1: thing is they'll somehow prank me while like being digitally away from each other like, <laughs> like they'll probably like have someone like ransack my house or so, the yeah they'll probably
0: the let podcast. like a gorilla loose in your house while you're like <laughs> trying to record a podcast yeah
1: yeah th- that's my thing like uh, there's a lot of movies coming out where i'm just like meh lately like and it's november you know <laughs> i'm more interested in watching older movies right now than like except for house of gucci there's nothing oh, else that, really, really yeah. where i'm excited for like i'm Like, sure, Clifford sounds cool, you know, and like, you know, there's like a Diana, you know, Princess Diana movie coming out. And uh, after Ghostbusters Afterlife's come out, there's not really anything that's kind of like been saying, like, Chris, you need to, you know, keep your A-listers from AMC going so you can go watch these (laughs) movies, you know?
0: It's funny because I feel like I actually am excited for a few things like the new Spider-Man.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, uh, uh, The new Matrix uh, movie. (laughs)
1: <laughs> okay, why I wish Keanu got a haircut and shave for the new Matrix movie because it looks like it's just Keanu Reeves in the Matrix. It doesn't look like Neo. Well, he doesn't even look like yeah. John Wick, even like I, there's some just,
0: weird people are speculating there's some weird like fourth wall or meta stuff in that movie where it's like the Matrix was a movie in that universe, or so I don't know. There's like some weird theories about like because there's clips from the movie. Like in the background which i was thinking this could be like his memories but who knows i'm all yeah it's like there's some weird stuff with matrix 4 which i'm really curious about because it could be some really weird meta thing on the whole matrix franchise i have no idea so maybe Mm. he also he might get a haircut and a shave throughout the movie we don't know yeah (laughs) that's true that's true it might happen at one point um and licorice pizza the paul thomas harrison movie i'm really excited for
1: oh yeah i like paul Paul Thomas Anderson. But uh, once I say I like Paul Thomas Anderson, I feel like I I open up uh, people who's like, I also love David Fincher. And then I also love, <laughs> you know, all these late 90s, early 2000s movies, which sucks because he's an amazing director. But it's just like, okay, so I've stumbled upon movie TikTok. Um, oh, God. I don't watch YouTube anymore. <laughs> I'm on TikTok all the uh-huh. time. And uh, it is such lukewarm based um, TikToks on there for movies and it's like I feel like I need to leave the YouTube channel behind and start doing TikToks and building a culture there because <laughs> everything's either A24 or everything is uh, you know people will do compilations like the movies that, that depict like isolation the best and it's like her and American Psycho and you know like the the in interstellar you know like these usual movies that you know we know that are in these themes but like it's 2021 and we've beaten these movies to death can we talk about other things and <laughs> movies
0: Uh, yeah i don't use tiktok at all but i feel like you'd be very entertaining on tiktok i feel like you should get on
1: there (laughs) i used to i did a couple cringy tiktoks on there about blu-ray collecting and Uh clout i did a little clout chasing on there one tiktok i put out i put out specifically a few vinegar syndrome movies and uh, it got a few kind of comments you know from (laughs) the avid porn collector of of of, you know vinegar syndrome but it is what it is
0: (laughs) oh man um did you have other topics you want to bring up? I don't want to forget those before we Oh
1: yeah. Um <laughs> just like new releases, you know, for boutique labels. I've mm-hmm. noticed. Especially since we're going coming into the holidays, we talk about like criterion having their sale. Screen factory October sale was maybe one of the biggest disappointments besides myself to my parents. Um, <laughs> but like that sale has come and go. Like, I saw it was still going yeah. on in November, and I was like, who the fuck is buying this stuff? They're just not getting their shipments till probably January. Um <laughs> targets buy two get one free sales happen how many times in the last month or two it's like you know like are they overstocked on something like they keep putting <laughs> these sales out um these screen like recently there's not any that screen factory releases really been catching my eye which is disappointing because usually they've been on a really cool run of putting mm-hmm. out movies that i wanted to kind of buy like alone in the dark i bought oh, yeah. that brand new i don't yeah. i don't usually buy a lot of movies new um from screen factory um but they're working on like their kids and animation sec- sector, which is really nice. So they put like the Kubo and the two strings, you know, on a new release in Coraline. But then they put Neon Genesis Evangelion on a new edition from Shout, which is the first time it's ever been on Blu-ray. Um, and they want an arm and a leg for it. So that's, you know, per <laughs> screen factory uh-huh. policy. Um <laughs> I know you're rich, or you really care about movies. When I see people post on Instagram and Twitter their hauls, and it has the Screen Factory um, paper mache packaging in the picture, <laughs> you know, it's like it's like, oh, you you, you paid a, an arm and a leg for it. That's so cool, dude. <laughs>
0: the or, paper mache packaging does. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I I never buy them full price anymore. They're too expensive. <laughs> I have to wait for a sale. And then the the, the like. I, Listen, I'll say it. That October sale I thought was pretty bad. It was like, here's three dollars off. <laughs> thanks, thanks, guys. Cool. Dude, I'm
1: telling you, I'm not. I'm telling you, that sale like started right before the 24 hour marathon for Daniel and I, mm-hmm. um, and uh, that we had. And I, I'm not. I kid you not. It launched at like 2 a.m. Like I randomly woke up in Daniel's <laughs> basement before we st- we had it. We got got started at 10 a.m. So like I woke up at like two or three a.m. Check my phone, like the weirdo I am. And uh, I see that the Screen Factory sale is live. And I'm like looking through the catalog, <laughs> you know, I'm just like, whatever, sure, maybe, maybe adding things to my cart. And I'm like, this is not a sale at all. And I kind of drift to sleep while I'm scrolling and I just kind of <laughs> go back to bed. I wake up at, you know, 8 or 9, the sale is gone and it's been pushed. Oh. People are people like, oh, it's been pushed to like noon. I'm like, no, I swear to God, like this sale launched at like 2 or 3 a.m. <laughs> And uh, Daniel and Nathan did not believe me. But uh, once it hit, it was the same thing. And I didn't buy shit. So,
0: (laughs) yeah, Uh, I didn't buy anything with them either. I
1: should start buying. The best thing you could do is buy new Screen Factory releases new and then instantly post them on eBay for resale. Because on the Reddits of Screen Factory, nothing we love more is screenshotting eBay um, posts of like new releases that are (laughs) uppriced.
0: Like, that's what we do. I didn't know that was like a thing that they would be uppriced like immediately.
1: Oh, yeah. You know how many people are like trying to dump their loads for
0: like the the Halloween box sets after those Halloween 4Ks got announced? (laughs) I cannot listen. Anybody can do whatever they want with their money. I cannot buy the Halloween movies anymore. I don't care if they're on 4K. (laughs) Like, I just was like, and people like, so people bought them. I was like, man, like, you all, this is a lot of money to spend on these movies that have been out many, many times, not on 4K. But like on many different Blu-rays, I was I couldn't Mm -hmm. do it. I just can't do it. Like imagine spending
1: 25 bucks on a two and a half star Halloween five movie.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You know, Uh, I don't like that one. Yeah, it would that be. Yeah, it it would bother me, too, because like I I like Halloween one through four. I don't like Halloween five, but then I'd have Halloween one through four on 4k and be like, well, five's out there if I should just buy it. The
1: biggest atrocity right now for the Halloween franchise is we don't have special collector's editions of Halloween one and two from
0: Rob Zombie. That's true. Do they have like a, we, just a double pack Blu-ray with those two together?
1: Yeah. There's an anchor. <laughs> there's a, there's an anchor bay double pack that I have that has both theatricals. And if you want the unrated cuts, which. You know, my opinion on unrated and theatrical for those movies have been set already. But um, if you want like Halloween one or two specifically, you have to buy like this um steelbook edition that only has one of them, <laughs> you know. So it's like no. I have to pay 20 bucks for just the unrated cut of Halloween two, you know? It's like like wait, wait, it's like does Rob Zombie have it like in a treasure chest and he just doesn't want the, the rights to go out <laughs> for distribution? It's like how do we like how is not like Scream Factory or Arrow or Heaven forbid Criterion not have put out the Rob Zombie Halloween movies on a special pristine packaging?
0: My God, there would be. I would love to see the comments on their Facebook page if Criterion put out the Rob Zombie Halloween movies because <laughs> those people That's get mad over is, like anything. Those movies
1: are more uh, avant garde than even a lot of Criterion releases too, so it fit perfect in the label. Like.
0: I'd love to see it. I listen. I, I'd be like, I'm I kind of want to see it for like what of a firestorm it would create. <laughs> <'Cause> like, <laughs> if you fall, Chris, I feel like you would love the Criterion Facebook page or their Twitter, any social media. You oh, follow I, them? I follow them on all. Okay. I follow all. Whenever them, they announce other anything kind of mainstream, I feel like people were really pissed off. Like those hardcore Criterion people are like, "Uh, like you're putting uh, Princess Bride in the collection. This is terrible." You know, <laughs> my
1: my favorite one is this. Like, it's the guys who have like a T with like the little plate and you hear the clinging and the clacking you know because they're nervous because they're posting on social media but they're like does does this movie even deserve to be a part of the collection like does this have like the the criteria for criterion and uh i'm like say less dude i already know what's going on in your personal life <laughs> it's like if you need help i'm here uh, my favorite one is to my favorite thing to do is to when they have those announcements i immediately put a link to like the uk releases from studio canal and like eureka of these already released movies and i just post like the link for those instead (laughs) in the (laughs) comment section (laughs) they're already available yeah (laughs) oh man i think criterion is like they might i feel like they're strongly for money because like a lot of their releases are flimsy and it's Mm -hmm. like screen factories do like they're like the chads of the boutique label like they have plenty of money with these but they keep putting out the same shit but like i mean those boxes for the 4k halloweens they're like sturdy as shit so they're putting the money where it needs to be criterion it's like flimsy if i breathe on it there's gonna get a rip um (laughs) vinegar syndrome is like if i was like i mean that's maybe the cream of the crop right there for boutique label releases like I mean, there's people who are literally killing each other for the slip covers of those of Night Beast on eBay. Like <laughs> the bidding wars for the slip cover for Night Beast is insane. Like they'll give up their first child for it. I mean, granted I would too, but I can't reproduce. So. <laughs> oh, I'm looking um, these up
0: right now on eBay. Cause I want to see how much they're going for.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's like, like, like vinegar syndrome slip covers are like what adults buy and it's the kids who like are buying the slip covers for screen factories without the movies, you know, like, mm. like that's the amateur shit right there. like, <laughs> Oh, selling $10 a pop my slip, my screen factory slip covers. And it's like the adults are like, I'll throw a nice $25 towards that sturdy steel or sturdy slip cover.
0: <laughs> uh man. I'm not, I don't know if this is, I, I don't think it's a bad thing to admit, but I found out those screen factory slip covers are going for like a good amount of money. And I had a bunch and I was like, I don't care about these. I should have put them on eBay. <laughs> and I sold like 10 slipcovers, so like a hundred dollars on eBay, <laughs> like 10 pieces of cardboard I didn't care about. I was like, cool, I got a hundred bucks. But Dude, people bought- I know, yeah.
1: If I'm ever about to get evicted or if I'm backed up on my rent, I know I can always just sell my uh, my uh, sleepaway camp two and three oh, on screen factory with the slip covers and my prison slip cover and I- my return of the living dead slip cover if I needed to <laughs> easily. Like, easily. Yeah. Um,
0: That's money in the bank right there. It's better than, uh, it's better than gold or silver. Just- <laughs> Jeez, I'm just flexing. I'm
1: just flexing. Also, we got to talk about one boutique label that doesn't get um, much attention outside of negative. It's a Severin label. But Severin, like, people are literally putting up their mortgage, like putting their house up for sale just so they can afford this folklore box set from Severin. <laughs> you heard about this?
0: I did. I thought about buying it, but then I was like, this is too much. And I don't know like any of these movies it's because a total blind buy. It. It's like 170 bucks or 180 bucks or something. I was like, it looks cool. I just, I did, I could not spend the money on this thing.
1: <laughs> I hope like when you, when people buy that, that's the Severin um company puts out like a like a little note in each like r- like shipment and they go like ha sucker or something like that you know because like their their pr their pr team is like the worst thing in, in boutique labels right now <laughs> like they'll probably like you know put a little turd in there too and be like eat up
0: i don't know eat up <laughs> it's- <laughs> it's- happy like, thanksgiving least- here's a turd <laughs> um they uh Severin did a, they, they really, they really stumbled. Like, I think it was last year they did black Friday or, and they, they their <laughs> website crashed for like days. Like it didn't come back up for days on it. they were like hand, like doing orders. Like, I think you had to email them what you wanted and they were going through by hand. I felt bad for them, but they, they botched it so bad. I feel like it happened again, but not as bad. And I kind of lost faith in Severin <laughs> and they were putting out stuff, but they've kind of recovered recently. I think they got some cool stuff, but like they lost a lot of goodwill. I think with that, Sale where their website just died for like days well, on it.
1: I'm pretty sure it's because they sell their movies out of a van. Like that's the business. It's just a company van that they just pull up at conventions and just sell out. Might be. Like I don't that. know. Oh
0: Yeah. They, uh, I can't think of the last ever movie I bought actually.
1: Oh, yeah. I've never bought one. Um, <laughs> I, there's just never been anything to entice me. Um, also, the community <laughs> seems very toxic. So, and I just want to have only positive vibes when I'm around. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all about those positive vibes that's what friendsgiving is all about i forgot what we were <laughs> yeah. you
1: know what's crazy it's it's like the week of thanksgiving and like i was just for you know one of my favorite things to do is go on peacock and just watch halloween kills in a few clips and then turn it off <laughs>
0: And so you watch like bits and pieces of Halloween kills and then just say, I'm done now and just turn it yeah, off.
1: It's, it's really when I see Tommy Doyle giving pep talks to other like people in Haddonfield and I'm like, all right, that's enough. That's enough.
0: Oh man. I feel I like I
1: couldn't be on, I couldn't be on film Feast without talking about Halloween kills. At that's least that's
0: okay. You know, we like it around here, but I, one day, <laughs> I feel like you're going to sit down, maybe next Halloween, you're going to watch double feature Halloween kills and malignant. And you're going to be like, these are great. What was I doing? What was I doing last year?
1: Oh, goodness. Malignant. I'm wondering what that physical media release for that's going to be. Like, is it even ever going to get one? Like, did they make enough money to warrant that?
0: Oh, man. (laughs) (laughs) I I think it's going to get one. Everyone was mad. Oh, yeah, because people were mad it wasn't getting a 4 I think. Don't laugh too hard. Oh, man. Yeah, it's coming out. Oh. Oh, next a week after Thanksgiving, they'll be out on Blu-ray. But no, they 4K. need to stop
1: just making Blu-rays mm-hmm. and just put out 4K releases that include the Blu-ray. I mean
0: <laughs> it's I like get, they I,
1: still put out DVDs. It's like, you know, I'll far- literally give you a Blu-ray player right now. It's a blu to get you on your way. I like, uh,
0: I can't believe it's so funny. I just saw like like a pie chart of like physical media sales and DVDs still outsell Blu ray and 4K. <laughs> I don't See, know I don't, who's this. Is why I don't leave the house. This is, I there's a local store that has like they sell secondhand movies. I mean, they have it's like going to the video store, which you find all this random stuff, but mm-hmm. like, I guess they're like getting rid of all their DVDs. They have a whole wall of DVDs and like now they're doing like a buy one, get one for free <laughs> DVDs. And I was like, Jesus, I was like, I don't collect DVDs anymore, but I'm kind of tempted, but because they're basically giving them away, but um. It's like this. It's like Entertainment
1: art in town here for us. What they do is they'll they'll be like five bucks for a mystery bag of ten DVDs, and it's like in like an Aldi cart, like like oh. really thick, <laughs> like little grocery bag, and you can't see what's in them. You get oh. ten random DVDs, or maybe it's twenty for like five bucks. Wow, that's a real.
0: And they gamble. have them listed
1: there. Yeah, and it's like wow, I'm gonna get like the Matador and Vantage Point. <laughs> and yakuza weapon and probably your highness as well in that mix
0: why are there so many blu-ray copies of vantage point i swear to god this might be have you noticed i don't know i've (laughs) never met anybody that's actually
1: watched it either
0: i just remember the trailer but i've never heard anybody who actually watched it i feel like i watched it like when it like on dvd when it came out but that was like 10 years ago but it's funny because like someone made this joke about how there's so many copies of Vantage Point everywhere you go, like pawn shops, wherever. Yep. And like, I started noticing, I was like, holy shit, there are a ton of copies of Vantage Point. I don't know why. <laughs> oh, that might be the picture I use for the episode as a Blu ray of Vantage Point. It's like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
1: I, I'm waiting for the shout select to add that to its spine numbers. <laughs> Like that's gonna be that'll be, a be thing.
0: that'll be the thing that makes it like people reassess Vantage Point. They're like, you know what? It's really good.
1: <laughs> if, if Vantage Point gets some sort of special release from one of the main players of the boutique labels, I will buy it. Like I'll put I'll put my name out there. Like I will buy that special release. Just just to, for the walls on that one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what if what if Arrow puts out a four K malignant like ten years from now?
1: I hope I'm out of the Blu-ray collecting game, you know, 10 you're years gonna catch, You're to in your chips. <laughs> I'll be 35, you know? It's like, bro, go start a family or something. <laughs> I don't know, but a part of me doesn't want to, mm. like, hang it up. You know, I kind of want to be, like, the next Cinema Dave, you know? Like, this this old wise guy who's, like, mm-hmm. watching great films and being very, <laughs> you know, auteur about it you
0: know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's funny. I, I don't know where like physical media is going to go in like the next 10 years. Cause I feel like it's already pretty niche now. <laughs> so it's yeah. like, if people like me and you get out of the game, cause I've thought, I've, I've thought about, I probably wouldn't, i thought about I should sell everything, go streaming, but like, then there's stuff I would miss or it's not streaming anywhere. So I won't do it, but I thought, I have thought it I thought it crossed my mind, but I'm like, it's also a pain in the ass to move, but it's like, uh, <laughs> yeah. but I'm like, if we get out of the game, who like, we're pretty like niche blu-ray collectors like who the hell is still collecting blu rays like so i'm curious if it just keeps getting more and more like a smaller thing or just goes away at some point it would be really would be sad but yeah i don't know it's it's weird so
1: i feel like it'll i feel like because 4k is becoming more accessible now like i said tv's now you can get a 4k tv that's maybe cheaper than just a standard high-def tv um now but um in like, internet still being spotty at times. Um, I feel like 4K is what's going to keep the longevity of Blu-ray collecting because now that Criterion does do 4K releases, I mean, granted, I'm not cool about any of the titles they're putting out. Um, <laughs> it's at least that's the step that these labels are listening to and, like, pricing them pretty well and competitively, that it's going to be, like, uh, it's going to be niche, but it's going to be more, like, I mean, dude, there's been people's houses I've been to that live in the fucking booties and they have Blu-rays there. So it's like, right. <laughs> I mean, granted, they're, they're all Fast and Furious movies and TV random episode seasons. Mm-hmm. But I mean, they're still being bought.
0: <laughs> yeah, I feel like it probably won't ever really fully go away. It would take like it would take a long time. Like it, who knows how long it'll be, like decades probably. <laughs> yeah. I will I will say, though, there's something that really bothers me when it's
1: like the standard release of a movie you know it comes out and it's like 20 bucks because it's a new release but then like it'll be discounted and then a special edition comes out a couple months later from one mm. of boutique labels like mother
0: effort, yeah like, geez like <laughs> so <they> get us <laughs>
1: like just just Man. announce hey here's a standard release or if you want to save it a couple months down the road we're putting out it's like whenever you buy a wes anderson movie you know i've stopped <laughs> buying and watching his movies because i'm eventually waiting till he hangs it up and i'm hopefully still alive where i can just buy that <laughs> inevitable box set you know
0: I'm sure Criterion will put it out. They put out like most of his stuff, right? They'll so. prob-
1: yeah, they'll probably put it out after he's dead, and it's like 20 plus years from now, and then it's like
0: finally, jeez, could be a while. Hold, he's not even that old, right? No, Before. that's what I'm saying. In my <laughs> my
1: diet, it's I don't know if I'm going to outlive.
0: <laughs> you know how hard it is uh, to
1: consume podcasting and film. Like it, you don't get many calories. So pretty empty calories there. <laughs> um. Oh. Oh, dude so you know one of the biggest guilt trips i have like for myself because like i'm one of those guys who goes to look at movies so if everybody wants to come visit chris and go movie hunting because daniel and nathan have gotten to see it firsthand um the, the the way it goes is like i know an idea of what i want to buy and then i look through the whole store and get six things or more and then have a handful and they get stressed and overwhelmed and spend an hour and a half deciding what i don't want and want yeah that's, <laughs> that's usually the road that's usually the routine so like i i like i do it to myself but like the biggest guilt trip i have is when i have a bunch of movies i want to sell mm-hmm. and it's like the people who i'm selling it to like entertain our vintage stock or something and they like take them and give me like store credit for it and it's like i, I feel bad that i'm ripping you off because you're never <laughs> going to get rid of this dvd copy of you know <laughs> this stupid movie i bought you know sold or <laughs> Like, it's like, I'm like, you're never going to sell this, but you're giving me money for it.
0: I sold some very obscure stuff to my local store. And I'm like thinking to myself, you're never going to sell this. Bye. It's like, thanks for <laughs> the money. Like, good luck selling. uh uh This is I, Night Beast. I didn't sell Night Beast. But I'm saying something really weird like that. I'm like, someone's going to come in here and be, maybe one guy can maybe be like, oh my God, they have Night Beast from Vinegar Citro.
1: <laughs> one of these days I'm going to, I'm going to buy and then try and see if I can sell like triumph of the will and like birth of a nation and solo and oh, all God. these all these together. like <laughs> hey can i sell these and then be like get out
0: yeah sir get out of here. no <laughs> we won't take sex world from you you have to leave
1: <laughs> you know we get a lot of like Scream factory and and um arrow like um used copies at the vintage shock entertainment right here and i have to think who's the sad joe blow who's like ah I have to part with this one. Yeah. I spent 25 bucks. They're selling it for 16 and they gave me five, you know, it's like,
0: like, dude, I feel so bad, but I'll take it. (laughs) I'll take it. Yeah. Oh man. That, uh, yeah. But did you, (laughs) oh man, we would all, this has been fun though. Do you have other stuff you want to bring up? I don't want to cut us off too, too soon here. If you have more to talk about.
1: (laughs) I mean, I was just going to talk, list off the podcasters I do and don't like. So they, you know, it's (laughs) officially confirmed.
0: Oh, I would, I'm so curious if you have people you don't like who I'm like, oh God, are we going to really start like some war scene? <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I luckily
1: don't dislike any podcasters so far. Perfect. I mean, FlickPick has one, but it's a Patreon. So it's like, I technically don't even get to listen to it. It's a podcast. It's like yeah, I'm pretty, sure he charges, I'm pretty sure he charges people to listen to it Ugh, though.
0: Man. Wow. <laughs> Putting also, the podcast like immediately behind a Patreon wall is like to me a really tick move. Like, well, that's yeah.
1: that's weird because if you want the last episode of the Star Wars Ember for Rise of Skywalker, that's going to be <laughs> under a Patreon, Patreon wall. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh. For you guys, it's going to be live. Nobody else. Yeah. Oh, live stream. Wow. <laughs> yeah, Good. it's going to be live
1: streamed, and I'm going to be shirtless for it, wearing like having like a little porg next to me. <laughs> uh but um, anyway, yeah, no, I, I like all podcasters. I was just joking. Uh, <laughs> okay, <laughs> I wish I got invited to more of them, though. I hate I hate self-inviting myself to things, you know, except film fees, because we've been talking about this for a while. So we finally got to do it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I felt bad that I had to I had a, a thing planned with you and Carmelita and then things got busy. And I postponed <laughs> it. It's still going to happen one day uh, that we'll talk about Alien together because <laughs> I know you guys both love Alien. So um. But yeah, I was like, I got to get Chris back on the podcast. It's been a while. So we had fun talking about Blade 2. I was like, I get him on Film Feast. It was like, let's talk about random stuff. Because I love just hearing you talk about like random stuff and going on these tangents. It's like my favorite thing. I'm like, what? we got to keep it.
1: Got to keep it professional for my podcast. But I'll hop in other podcasts and kind of give the real uncut. <laughs>
0: the uncut gems.
1: <laughs> I, I knew that was coming. I was like, oh, don't say uh, it. I'm sorry. Say <laughs> it. I couldn't help myself.
0: <laughs> it was on my mind. Uh, Um, I don't know
1: which A24 movie to watch next. I watch pig or lamb. And then there's going to be another one that's (laughs) called gerbil or something. (laughs) I don't know. Like this is the trend. Like basically the trend of movies these days is uh, either it's very, very anti-religious. That's super dark, like St. Maud, you know, or Uh, (laughs) um, like hereditary. And then it's also animal, like animal symbolism for, um, miscarriages or something like that or trauma human I, trauma with animals
0: i felt like lamb was a24 seeing how far they could push something and still sell it like how ridiculous can we make this movie look
1: <laughs> and people is it still me buy or the it? lamb in that movie look real smug and it turned me
0: he away Did yeah he looked real or she i don't know if it's a boy or girl lamb but it's like it look real smug <laughs> i saw that with audience a couple times that trailer people every time like for normal like mainstream movies people were like what the fuck is this? Like, what is this movie? Like, I feel like A twenty four. I thought it was like a joke with A twenty four. I thought they were fucking with us. Like, this is finally them being like, ah, we can sell you guys anything. Here's a movie about lambs. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I I don't know. I haven't seen it. It might be good, but I just thought it was funny. I was like, they're really pushing this shit. <laughs> also, I gotta say, Pig is really good, and it's not A twenty four. It's Neon.
1: Oh, so, oh yeah. Ne- they have a really cool intro with the lights turning on. And, I like that. Yeah, that's pretty.
0: Neon. Neon's like the to me the <laughs> the like less mainstream a24 i feel mm. like because they put out titane maybe chris i would love your thoughts on titane no but the, i've
1: seen charlie countryman that they put out with shiloh Buff.
0: Oh, i don't i forgot about that movie <laughs> i don't even remember
1: that. <laughs> oh i don't even I think they also put that. out um oh, revenge as well
0: wait which Revenge? oh oh the uh, the french one yeah 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 um they might have i think they did actually Another mm-hmm. really good movie.
1: When are they going to get their own fucking boutique release? I mean, Sony Picture Classic <laughs> has theirs. Neon should have their own.
0: I don't know. I thought they put their stuff out. I have no idea. I don't know how that works.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I like how it's like, it's not valuable unless it has its own label. Yeah.
0: <laughs> this doesn't mean shit to me. It's, not its own label. <laughs> Throw it in the garbage. Oh man. I, I will
1: say though, like people are like, oh, Lamb is so good, or like, you know, like these uh, if you want like a really interesting A24 movie that I hear nobody talk about that I thought was pretty interesting. It was the greatest, and it was also because of uncomfortable at times. But there's a movie called Border that oh. came out in like 2018. Um, I think it's on Hulu, and um it's about like trolls living in like with humans, but like they're they don't know people don't know they're trolls, and um it's very very interesting. And I'm curious if people have seen Border, I think is what oh. it's called. Um, like the cover of the movie is like the woman fading into the tree. Um, very interesting romantic huh. movie. Yeah. yeah, I never so, heard of that one. I... Yeah, don't call <laughs> yourself A24 film, fam if you haven't watched this one. That's my prerequisite <laughs> for you all.
0: There's an A24 movie I kind of like. I don't think it's great, but it's a movie that everybody hates. And it's like people won't even, it's like they want to pretend it doesn't exist in A24 <laughs> catalog. Have you ever heard of Slice? no it's no. like it's real weird it's like uh i think uh it's like about okay i'm gonna go i'm gonna i can't even just, i'm gonna pull the description up because i can't do it justice mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. uh a pizza delivery guy uh a pizza delivery driver's murder on a job and they're looking it's like then there's like ghosts and werewolves and drug dealers and it stars chance the rapper <laughs> and oh Zazzy that's, beats oh yeah.
1: yeah yeah okay that movie totally like is on amazon prime all the time
0: I kind of like Slice. Everyone thinks it's like the worst A twenty four movie and really fucking hates it. But I kind of like it. It's it's oh. weird and goofy, but it's like, and it's not like what I would think of an A twenty four movie um to be. So people don't like it for that reason. <laughs> like it's a comedy. <laughs> it's like a goofy horror comedy that, like, yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. But nice. I almost I bought know. it on DVD once, but then uh,
1: the part of me was like, I'm not a dvd guy so yeah. <laughs> i'll hold off for a blu-ray
0: <laughs> I can't buy this dvd this is worthless i was given a. i've given ken uh walker texas ranger yeah. uh shit many times because he we when i met him he was a dvd guy and this i was like ken come on you gotta move this is we're done with these it's blu-ray and he's like oh i bought this dvd of all about. i'm like ken no 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 i was like forget about that we're moving. i had finally got an upgrade of blu-ray two years ago it was like come on start buying blu-ray <laughs>
1: I told, I told, uh, the guys like Daniel and Nathan, um, in our chat, I was like, one of my favorite quotes I thought, and I thought of this instantly after I heard it, uh, when I've watched the hit movie, uh, Dune, uh, <laughs> there's a scene when Duncan Idaho comes back and, uh, like he's explaining everything about the Furman and uh, what's his name? Josh Brolin is like, mm-hmm. you know, listening to him talk about the stories and he goes like, Jesus, man, you really have gone native. And I'm like, that's me whenever I think of people who still buy DVDs. <laughs> it's like- <laughs> we like come on like get up to speed now <laughs> you know <laughs> it's
0: like come on yeah i feel like i was doing my service i gotta help you out here ken i was like no more dvd stop it Put but it's it weird
1: i'm such a vhs guy like i buy a lot of vhs's not a lot but like i buy specific ones of movies i love and i use them as decor in my movie room
0: i mean that's that's a good way to use them <laughs> i yeah. started buying them for like a month like five years ago i'm was like, i gonna get a vhs collecting and after a while i was like fuck this i was like i don't want to go to this <laughs> I don't want to go down this rabbit hole. I was like, <laughs> I got enough shit. I was like, so I got I sold them. It was like, um, yeah, made, sold some for like decent money, nothing more than like 10 or 20 bucks. But I'm like, they're old VHS tapes I found at like yard sales and like pawn shops and it's like mm-hmm. or uh thrift stores. And yep. uh yeah, but I was like after a while I was looking around, I was like, I'm not gonna use these. <laughs> I was like the only thing they were cool for was occasionally like popping one in because I had a VCR, popping a VCR and like seeing like old. Previews or like old commercials that were on like movies. I remember as a kid, I was like, "Oh shit, I remember this like, uh, yeah. you know, commercial for like Pepsi before this movie." Exactly this, <laughs> you know, like random. It's like it's all nostalgia. Like I was, but I was like, I'm not gonna watch movies on beach. <laughs> Like this is, it, it's, yeah. like
1: a, it's like uh it's like uh when you watch those old disney movies on vhs and it's just like and now our feature presentation mm. and it's yep. like the blue background with the white writing i can hear that.
0: that in my mind yeah it's like <laughs> I can hear that so clearly
1: or on the dvds where it's like coming soon
0: to own on mm. dvd oh, man. and it gets it's so loud like that part screams at you
1: <laughs> it's so loud <laughs> like,
0: coming soon like it's like the voice of god comes out of your tv and tells you it's coming to video <laughs> like why? it's like when the fucking thx logo comes oh, on too God, yeah. blows you out of your house yes yeah, like,
1: <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i miss when like production companies would do that like remember when new line cinema when a lord of the rings movie was booted up and it like had the had the song for um new line cinema coming together to form the logo oh yeah oh, man i miss those days I, I miss disney when they weren't evil and buying up everything
0: <laughs> yeah those are the days uh, they're yeah. gonna own everything
1: <laughs> yeah i was i'm more of a dreamworks guy than a disney guy oh yeah, like I rewatched um, Shark Tale, and uh, on the seventy-five inch TV, and uh, I was cracking up more for that than any recent Disney movie I've watched.
0: I I never saw Shark. I I, oh, I hesitated because I didn't know if you holds were up, or not. It, it like, holds up so well. <laughs> okay, all right. At first, I was like, "Is he joking or is he serious?" I didn't <laughs> you know. Like, if you how serious you were, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, well, I just Dreamworks-
1: started DreamWorks like podcast that was like i i just need that you know where we just talk about shrek and right, stallion shrek. the spirit of uh, or spirit <laughs> the stallion of the cimarron and shark Tales and kung fu panda yeah
0: you know? these I are heats
1: we- actually my favorite ones are the the biblical uh movies like uh, oh, yeah. prince of egypt prince and of joseph egypt. the king of dreams yeah like yeah uh, you, know, a dream, you, know, dream, you know i need some who owns a dreamworks podcast i need i, I need to go does on that, that exist
0: i think you should make one i also think ken maybe i'm wrong That Ken, like, said Prince of Egypt was, like, one of his favorite movies. (laughs) Get him him on there. What could you call that That's the one movie.
1: Uh, um...
0: The dream does work or something. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Does this dream work? Oh, I don't know. That would be a tough one.
1: Yeah. That'd be tough. Hmm. Either way. But, yeah, DreamWorks. Totally stand that. So, (laughs) I, I could see Mark Warner being, like, a big DreamWorks guy, too.
0: I could see that. Yeah. Like,
1: he'll be, like... Oh, boy, Chris, you know, that really made me so happy when you talked about DreamWorks movies. And that's so much better than those Disney movies are putting out these days. Like, God bless Mark Warner. That's
0: a good Mark Warner. I didn't really think of someone someone you could do an impression of, but I was like, oh, yeah, it's a good Mark (laughs) Warner impression. (laughs) Um, Man, Uh, Talk about a
1: guy who actually gets me nervous when he puts out his Letterboxd reviews.
0: (laughs) Oh, that's why I like Mark Hessam some very specific takes, you know, it's yeah. like, I don't know what like you and him and Hayden are like guys where I like, I don't know where you're going to land on stuff. And I like hearing your takes. Cause it's like, it's, it's usually like, even if it's not, even if it's like something like everyone agrees is good. Like you guys have a different, like into it. I feel like if that makes sense where it's, or oh, yeah. yeah.
1: Mark <laughs> Warner's is just a more respectful me. <laughs> like he, he, he's like nicer to people and things than me. <laughs>
0: He knows oh. when he needs
1: to shut up unlike me where it's just like i'll just say this and then i will <laughs> i'll take a month break and then come right back <laughs>
0: <laughs> like oh shit, shit, i'll go into hiding for a month i should have said that and then come back like hey what's up guys i'm back.
1: <laughs> right oh. also what do you think so this friendsgiving um thanksgiving <laughs> thanks you know like people like for any holiday there's always movies people's put on for the holidays what do you put on for thanksgiving besides blood range honestly who was going to
0: ask you about this i'm glad you brought this up because uh there's not a lot of Thanksgiving movies, right? Like it's a real weird Thanksgiving like is sad because like they have no songs, there's hardly any Thanksgiving movies. Like, um I, I mean, mean Blood Rage. There's no Pla- Pilgrim movies
1: except they're violent <laughs> ones against Native Americans, like Last of the Mohicans, you know, <laughs> Dances with
0: Wolves, maybe. Apparently, there's some Hulu um original movie, like was in the dark. They made like a whole series for every month, and they had a one called Pilgrim, I think. That's like a horror movie about like thanksgiving or something but hmm. um there's he could watch
1: Sen of a woman and just only watch the scene where it's the family drama and argument at thanksgiving dinner <laughs> i've
0: never seen that movie at all so i could just yeah I <laughs> well, could watch there's the that whole-
1: scene and i'm like oh this is like every family during thanksgiving
0: <laughs> there's probably a lot of movies with like a thanksgiving scene that aren't thanksgiving movies um
1: yeah home for the holidays the the, the part of the sad member lineup from anthony king that's oh, a thanksgiving yeah, yeah. movie too i gotta watch
0: that one um I feel like the only ones I make a point to watch. It's so like, what a combo blood rage and plane strains and automobiles. <laughs> totally forgot about that one. The only ones uh, that I, I ever make a point to watch. And uh, there was one I was going to watch. Oh, I think the ice storm is a sad, is a, a sad, it's a definitely a sad member movie. And I think it's a Thanksgiving movie. So it's on my mm. list to watch this week before Thanksgiving. <laughs> so, but really oh, Spider-Man,
1: Spider-Man's also a Thanksgiving movie.
0: Oh yeah. That's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: Bi- got- Ma- bike messenger pushed me down.
0: <laughs> I got to go on Letterboxd. Somebody's made a list that's like movie, Thanksgiving movies or movies with Thanksgiving scenes or something. Um, Cause yeah, there's not mm. a lot. Thanksgiving gets really looked yeah, over. It-
1: And I'm not a Charlie Brown guy, so I'm not going to watch like Charlie Brown Thanksgiving or anything (laughs) like that. (laughs) Yeah. You know, my favorite thing, my favorite thing in the boutique label, not boutique, but just in physical media is like the Charlie Brown specials that are on 4K or like 50 bucks. And it's like, why do you need these on 4K? And why are they over $10? (laughs) Like,
0: how good can they look? (laughs) Like 4K? I thought that was insane. I was like, wow, 4K for Charlie Brown Christmas or any of the Charlie Brown movies, I'm like that's I don't get it. I guess the problem too was Apple bought up the like rights to show it or something, so it's not on TV anymore. And P- I think the price went up on the the physical media because like either you get Apple Plus or you buy the the Blu Ray the 4K, and that's the only way you can watch him or something. I don't know. um But I, I I didn't grow up on Charlie Brown, so I I'm not like attached to him either. I got no problem with it but I'm just like it's not my thing like to watch. So
1: I got a problem with him. Why is his episodes not that good? <laughs>
0: Gonna fight with Charlie Brown? Yeah, like pull, Garf- Garfield over
1: Charlie Brown any day of the week.
0: I mean, I kind of agree with you. I love that Garfield cartoon as a kid. I don't know if you're that might be before your time. That was almost no. before my time. Oh, no, I watched
1: that and I watched Heathcliff all the time. And the really bad um, animated uh, Mario, Super Mario Bros. in um, oh, Sonic X. Yeah.
0: Uh-huh. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, That's that was me. <laughs> it was funny because I almost. uh instead of just doing like a talk about whatever, I almost asked you to do an episode specifically on blood rage. <laughs> <So for laughs> Thanksgiving. Maybe I'll save that for next year. We'll get Daniel back on. Cause I think he, he loves that one too. As you, he was hyping it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you watch on that 50 inch TV. <laughs> like, so we should do blood rage next uh, November.
1: <laughs> yeah, that, that'd be great. It's also like a good movie to watch. Like um, when you want to like not drink alone. You know, like you put that movie on, there's a kid, the mom in that movie is always drinking. So yep. it's like, just put in the background, you feel like you're drinking with somebody.
0: I feel like that's definitely a podcast to uh, get drunk for, to talk about that movie.
1: The Cinema Drunkie, get on it right now. I'm snapping,
0: do yeah, that. I don't know <laughs> if he likes it or not, but we can bring Rob on see. He needs
1: to do, now, th- th- this is what the Cinema Drunkie needs to do. He needs to do um, Arrow movies that are best to drink to and like do a top five and have <laughs> yeah. a guest on there.
0: Yeah, there you go. That- <laughs>
1: that that's really what needs to happen mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm.
1: or even better it'd be kind of like on inside a sequel where we would do like top five synapse films to jerk off to
0: you know cut that out. it's too good that's like the funniest thing that's happened all up i mean it, it's like so specific i forgot synapse oh. in a label like And it's not even
1: the movie. It's like you look at the catalog booklet that's in the case, and then you kind of
0: circle the ones
1: right there like it's Christmas. Oh, jeez. Oh,
0: man. Boy, this has been been fun.
1: I don't even know what else to say at this point. (laughs) All I'll say is that I'm excited for what you're going to be doing in December because, honestly, I don't know about you, but... Yeah, Christmas is cool, you know, getting gifts for people, the holidays and stuff. But also it's one of the weakest months for movies, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it can be. I it's I feel like they try to hype it up the past like I feel like this started in the past like decade where they they save like a big release for that, like a Marvel puts out movie then or like somebody mm-hmm. puts out a big movie. It used to be like all Christmas movies or like sad dramas. Now I feel mm-hmm. like now we got stuff like like Matrix Four and the new Spider-Man. So it's like it's kind of stacked now, but, like, yeah, I don't know. There's still a lot of stuff I'm looking forward to before the end of the year, but um, I don't know. It's going to yeah, be... Ho- I'm, ho- I'm thinking
1: yeah. of, like, what the fuck am I going to talk about with Gas on in December to end the year? <laughs> I actually... <laughs> I've already I, done Santa Claus 2, and I can't watch <laughs> Santa Claus 3 <laughs> out of principle.
0: Oh, oh, I thought Santa Claus 3 was, like, real bad. Like, I like Santa Claus 1 and 2, but Santa Claus 3 was, like, unwatchable for me. <laughs>
1: Yeah, geez, I can't wait to have um, fucking Brian Sauer on to talk about the Santa Chronicles too. You know, <laughs> you know, like
0: <laughs> I don't know what to plan for it. Oh, I don't know. I'm only doing one Christmas episode in December because I, I just don't want to talk about Christmas movies that much. Honestly, I'm like, I'm like one episode's good enough. Like. Um, actually, I think everything else I have is planned for December already, and only one thing is Christmas related. So,
1: I might just have to do one episode, and it'll be dropped on Christmas Day, just in case you get a little too tired of your family. You can just put me <laughs> in your ears, and hopefully, that makes it better.
0: Shut up, family! Listen to Chris Rottado. Like, <laughs> talk about a uh, Christmas Chronicles two or something.
1: <laughs> it wouldn't even be a Christmas related movie. It's like, hey, he's he's talking about Garfield two and A Tale of Two Kitties on Christmas Day. <laughs> What
0: a what a gift! This is think you guys got me.
1: It's like he went from The Godfather Three with Lindsay to Nathan and Garfield Two. (laughs) Uh, Shout out Nathan though; he's the only one that's brave enough to do that episode with me.
0: (laughs) Oh man, uh, Beverly Hills Chihuahua Two—that was you guys, right?
1: Oh God, yeah, that was. I I still I'm this is the only podcast. That's out there that actually did a coverage on that movie. So. I,
0: I think so. Yeah. I, I would take a lot of pride in that to be the only podcast that covered some movie. <laughs> like <laughs> no one else talked about Beverly Hills Chihuahua 2.
1: You know, I scream racism because it's one of the few Disney owned movies that isn't on Disney Plus yet oh. Beverly Hills Chihuahua 2 and 3. Mm. And, um, you know, Disney, I'm, I'm looking at you with the squinted eyes right now. I'm like, you, didn't, you haven't added those back
0: yet. But the first movie is, but not the second, the second and third.
1: Yeah. Hmm.
0: Interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you should write a letter to Disney <laughs> A strongly worded email. Um. Uh, yeah. Man. But uh, I don't know. I don't have anything else. So I was going to wrap it up, unless you have anything else you wanted to say. Or <laughs> no. But this was this was fun. You see, this is what's great about Thanksgiving.
1: It's like you talk about what you're thankful for, but it's really just a cry mm-hmm. to like let out your animosities towards things that you've been building up all year.
0: <laughs> it's like you the the idea is to sit around with your family and have fun, and you end up just bitch about things you don't like. <laughs> yeah, really Thanksgiving
1: for me is all about like starting starting drama with people and like making it a disaster. You know, hopefully you can start... in
0: the spirit of Thanksgiving. Yeah, hopefully and start drama with a flick pick. John...
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, and one episode we one of his more recent ones where he's like he's finally sold all those DVDs he's had like six or seven bags worth. Um, but oh, she yeah. put them in bags, he didn't even put I, them in bins. Okay, son of a I'm bitch. glad you brought
0: this up. Sorry, I let me cut you off, but like I mm-hmm. watched an episode where he sold all his blueberries or DVDs or most of them, and I'm like, mm-hmm. I feel like he got way too much money. I'm like, what store gave you that much money? Because they usually give me like nickels and dimes, and like <laughs> <on> this <store>. <laughs> <laughs> like, <some laughs> man made like a couple hundred dollars off, like, yeah, these. I was like, what the f-? like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's just, I was like, and they were of, just
1: DVDs.
0: And, oh yeah. They were just DVDs. Right. Right. I was like, this doesn't add up. Sometimes add up. Mm-hmm, here. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, so not only
1: is he gassing up like how much he's making, but he's also, you know, still putting out content. So that makes me mad. And I feel like he
0: barely puts out content. Here's the thing. I think it's programmed too. It's like, he, he'll won't put out he'll put like one thing a month and he still gets to like, get like uh, those like swag packages for like movies. <laughs> and I'm like, this guy doesn't put any content out. Like why are you still giving him stuff?
1: He's like the spokesperson on YouTube for like Mill Creek and everything too, or some yeah. shit. I, like I Direct TV thing. Yeah. I was gonna say, he doesn't know what even what, Oh yeah. man, Mill Creek. That's another tangent itself for me right there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like if you can't afford a special release, you get the Mill Creek. Like, just ask me, I'll pitch in onto your GoFundMe. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. You're too broke to pay the resale value for action USA. And you bought the Mill Creek.
0: <laughs> I will say Mill Creek is putting out uh street fighter, the Van Dam movie. The Earl Julie movie in like a steel book, special edition, which I'm really excited about. (laughs) It's like, good job, Mill Creek. Yes. Way to hype up that movie. That's like most people think it's a piece of shit, but I kind of love it a little bit.
1: (laughs) Mill Creek must have some special like sponsorship through deep discount, which has the fucking shark as its logo.
0: Oh, yeah. And I don't
1: even trust that website alone, but they always have Mill Creek sales. And I'm like, this is why I don't like milk ring. It's like they go through deep discount. I was like, I don't know if I'm going to get like a virus or get a Blu-ray. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, flick Bick, We watched his recent video and he talks about how he moved to six different states in six years and they're like not states next to each other. Right. He ends back up in Ohio.
0: It's a little fishy. I'm just saying <laughs> it weird. is.
1: It, it is weird that you're talking about. And also, I really is Jimmy know- John's okay. Has everybody checked up on him? Is I he still yelling
0: checked- really loud? I haven't the- checked on him in a long time because I don't like it. <laughs> I really don't like that guy. That um, guy hasn't
1: changed his intro from the guitar strum since 2012.
0: <laughs> well, for name, like, he's just it like
1: down. <laughs> it's been that way since
0: 2012,
1: <laughs> and he always does this like so. Like I went to go see this, you know, and he kind of like flips, like he's like, which people can see because
0: it's a really good impression. The arms are always moving. He's like, I went to go see this. Yeah, yeah. I I do not care for that guy. I still like Chris suckman a lot. uh mm-hmm. I've kind of soured on John Flickinger a little bit. Uh, used to think he was cooler than he is probably and that jeremy johnson never liked him though i never that guy gives me bad vibes i feel like
1: mm-hmm. i think it, they had a time where they captured things because like movies didn't have like a listers or like subscription packages to get three movies for free a, a week or whatever you know like it was it was more expensive to go to the movies mm-hmm. so like you had to kind of vicariously live through them on what you were going to watch you know um, because like, you know, I couldn't afford to see every single release of the month at theaters. Cause that's, that's a shit ton of money right there, yeah. but like you yeah. watch them and pick and choose what you really want to see. And then you'll hold off until they stream or something. Uh, but now like it's on streaming and I, like I have a listers, so it's like super cheap to go to the movies now. And now they don't know what the fuck to do. And <laughs> they're not creative enough to go boutique label shopping because I don't think John Flickinger knows what a boutique label is. Um, <laughs> But, like, at least Stockman now, he's kind of, like, doing, like, these franchise dives and doing, like, retro reviews. Like, that's kind of cool because it puts things on the map. But I think YouTube now is just a barren wasteland for movies except for, like, individuals, like, who are passionate about, like, sales coming on or, like, talking specifically about movies. Um, Unboxings is kind of a guilty pleasure of mine, too, you know?
0: (laughs) Yeah, that weird unboxings and watching people go through, like, collection videos is, like, weirdly soothing for me like Mm -hmm. i don't know why like i'll put them on about to go to sleep and i'm like oh let me watch like someone just like go through some random blu-rays and it puts me like right to sleep because i'm just relaxing for some reason i don't know why yeah
1: i think nothing's more toxic than you watch the the arrow or screen factory collectors and it's like all metal and black and it's just like (laughs) hey what's going on everyone i don't know who that is
0: like who's that guy i don't want to watch him (laughs) it's a mix of like
1: mitch and me in a way.
0: three copies of sex world on 4k and i gotta give away (laughs) two
1: my favorite review of sex world was like this really thin like college kid reviewing sex world and he's like it was uh not what i expected and i'm like yeah well you probably didn't understand what you were watching yet so (laughs) that's okay
0: (laughs) oh boy (sighs) um but yeah this is (laughs) this This has been great this This has has been been fun this has has been fun we've said a a lot of wild things i hope uh (laughs) I hope this
1: is I hope this is stimulating to the mind for all your listeners
0: it probably it probably will be <laughs> it'll be a good it'll be a good Thanksgiving listen like they want to get away from their family a little bit just yeah, this I've is like been, if you're
1: driving to your family's house and you're like, oh man, I'm dreading to talk to them about this thing or whatever. And it's like, just put me put this on and hear us talk. And I almost made it all about me. So <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> put, put this fine. on, listen to us, and it'll be great. Yeah,
0: we'll calm you down before you have your your turkey with your family and uh, someone argues about <laughs> politics or something.
1: <laughs> oh, but man. I can't wait to come back on for when you and um, um come in and so we can talk about our top. Ten I, to me, it's like top three movies of twenty twenty one because uh, there haven't been enough movies to fill a top ten. But
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think I might be okay, especially when some other stuff comes out in December. I think I might have a good little list. I don't know. Yeah, I and I missed Ken,
1: stuff. and I missed Ken Walker, Texas Ranger too. So hopefully, he's enjoyed the married life.
0: Uh, yeah, he is. He's been very busy. He's like the like one of the busiest guys I know, and I don't know how. But it's like it's like he doesn't know how busy he is. <laughs> I'll, I'll be like what are you doing today he goes i don't know but i got a lot of stuff going on I'm like it's like I, it's like <laughs> you know that's married life he doesn't know what's happening but he's just he's just busy but uh we'll have to do something meet you and him again soon because that godzilla kong one was a really fun one <laughs> i know he wants to talk to you too he's like how's chris doing i want to talk to him again so um,
1: said no one ever but <laughs> thank
0: you <laughs> i don't know he, he genuinely I think does
1: y- yeah you can i'm very you just if you follow me on twitter you will always know what i'm up to with just like three word tweets
0: <laughs> there you go yeah um but yeah well thank you for doing this man i appreciate it um thank this was you for fun giving me the platform yeah, yeah. <laughs> i love giving you the platform to say whatever you want it's good <laughs> um I don't, i'm not gonna put a filter on you what am i doing can- oh cage god this, can- cage this bird <laughs> uh but uh do you want to do you want to plug anything? I know you're doing. Yeah, so uh,
1: definitely you got to tune in on Friday for this last episode of Star, where where we're going to talk about the last movie in the trilogy of Star Wars: We're talking about uh, Rise of Skywalker. Daniel and I, and then, uh, yeah, you can follow us at tastic underscore Chris. That's for me, and you can follow us at excuse me Inside Sequel on Twitter. Excuse me, that's the alcohol. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you can follow us on Twitter as well at Inside the Sequel. Um, email the show at insidethesequel.com sequel.com uh, for you know your comments, your critiques, and what you, your recommendations are for another sequel episode because I'm running out of ideas. Oh boy! Um, <laughs> but yeah, other than that, that's definitely what I I think everyone should be checking out. I, I hope everyone's liking the Star Wars stuff. Um, it's been really nice to like ignore the animosity and you know go through the movies that you know I really like with Daniel, and um, it's very positive. And you know, it's any excuse to talk about Star Wars. I feel like Star Wars is one of those weird titles like you can't really say much that everyone else has hasn't already said but it's nice to kind of do it with a friend and people have been enjoying it I think so
0: yeah I mean the positivity is very nice because those movies got like very toxic after a while, after like last jedi it was like the the discourse went to hell so it's like oh this is nice to be positive about these movies because i i i mostly like that trilogy like i have some issues with some stuff in there but like overall i like the the new trilogy so uh, i'm like thank god people being positive about it it's nice so uh yes everyone should check that out um and yeah follow chris inside the sequel it's always fun uh it's always an adventure <laughs> and uh yeah for our stuff you can follow me on twitter at mapblood 87 you can follow the podcast uh, on twitter at film feast pod and you can follow me and the podcast on instagram at FilmFeast, all one word uh and i hope you guys have a good thanksgiving and uh we'll talk to you next time thanks again chris and bye everybody <laughs>